This is HPR episode 2296 entitled AFN UV5 RVHF slash UHF handset part 2 and is part of the series QSK HAM radio. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 12 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is an in-depth series about the AFN UV5 RVHF slash UHF handheld transceiver. This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Public Radio audience. My name is Mr X. As usual, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making this service available. If we all contributed a show, we'd have more shows than we know what to do with. The show is provided by the community for the community. It's actually very easy. They've gone to a great deal of effort to streamline the whole process and it's, it's really quite quite easy. It's... Um, the, the 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 hardest bit I find is is getting around to writing the, the show notes. Um, it's just a matter of picking up a microphone and hitting the record button. I'm sure you must have something interesting that we'd all love to hear. This is part two of my podcast covering the Bofeng UV5R VHF UHF handheld transceiver. Um, Today I'm going to cover the general specification of the radio. Remember, if you find this boring, this is all the blame of Ken Fallon. You know who to blame. Sit back and enjoy. Okay, so let's cover the general specification of the radio. First of all, it's got a a, a standard broadcast radio receiver in it, so it can listen to standard FM radio stations, and that's within... 65 megahertz and 108 megahertz uh, general uh, frequency band. And that's, I mean, that's international, isn't it? Uh, just normal, um, it's where normal radio broadcasts uh, happen. Um, say if you're uh, out and about and you get a bit bored, you can just listen to the radio. So that's quite handy. Um, it's also got, a, it also covers the VHF band. And that allows. Oh, I might, might, might add that obviously you, you can't. Trans, it won't allow you to transmit on the sixty-five to one hundred and eight megahertz uh, section of the band um, for obvious reasons. 
Um, but it, what's main primary uses for VHF and UHF uh, use, and uh, so that the range that it covers that this particular radio covers um, a, a subset of the frequencies of the VHF band. If you remember, uh, VHF extends from thirty megahertz to is it three gigahertz, and this radio does on a VHF band it does one hundred and thirty six megahertz to 170 more, 174 megahertz, both receive and transmit. It also covers uh, a portion of the UHF section of the band, and in this case it covers 400 megahertz to 480 megahertz, and that both receives and transmits as well. Um, So the amateur bands that uh, we use in the UK, it's, it's 100... 140, around, around about the 145 megahertz section for two meters, and um, it's 430 odd megahertz for uh, for the UHF part of the band for amateur use at 70 centimeters. Um, the radio is equipped with uh, 128 channels, which you can program using uh, software. Um, it's, it claims a frequency stability of 2.5. PPM, that's, um, is it parts per million? So it's how much, how much it, it, it drifts, how much the radio will drift off its, uh, its um, frequency. Um, frequency steps, that's the next thing it says, and frequency steps, that's, um, you know, the radio tends to be channelized, you can, you can jump in and set certain steps. So uh, you can, you can select 2.5 kilohertz steps, 5 kilohertz steps, 6.25 kilohertz steps, 10 kilohertz steps, 12.5 and 25 kilohertz steps. Um, for amateur use, that would be typically 12 and a half, 12 and a half kilohertz steps? That was 20, I'm sure it's 12 and a half, yeah, it's 12 and a half kilohertz steps. It used to be 25 here, but the, for, for two meters, but I think, you know, it's now 12 and a half. Uh, antenna impedance uh, is 50 ohms. That's the, the that's the that's the type of uh, the impedance of the antenna. Basically, um, operating temperature it can operate between minus 20 and plus 60 degrees centigrade. Uh, supply voltage uh, rechargeable rechargeable lithium ion uh, battery uh, 7.4 volts and 1,800 milliamp hours. Uh, consumption in standby less than or equal to 75 milliamps. Consumption in reception 380 milliamps. Consumption in transmission less than 1.4 amps. So you can see that a uh, huge difference between uh, receive and transmit. So in receive, it's it's well one uh, 380 milliamps is 0.38 of an amp. If you can say 0.4 almost. So between 0.4 and 1.4, so it's three times as much. Um, so you've got, you know, you'll, the, the radio lasts three times as long in reception as um, transmission. Generally, they, when they when they, when they give, um, they'll mention so much talk time or so much reception time or, or a ratio of the two, um, and that gives you how long the radio is going to last, sort of thing. Um, mode of operation: simplex or semi-duplex. Um, I'll explain that later on. Um, Oops. Um, oh yeah, here we go. It talks about duty cycle. So O three O three fifty four. 
uh, so O three O three and fifty four. It means it's it's assumed to be on reception for three minutes, uh, um, on transmission for three minutes, and on standby for fifty four minutes. Um, that's how they get their operating time, which I actually don't see here. But um, the other thing is, of course, is if you transmit too long, the radio might get too warm, and there's there'll be circuitry in there to to to, to stop that if you were to tape the transmit button down it wouldn't you know it wouldn't overheat it would protect itself I would assume um, weight is 130 grams approximately uh, so transmitter it says RF power 4 watts or 1 watt so that's selectable type of modulation FM that's frequency modulation modulation ooh, another rabbit hole um, it's a way of encoding the audio signal onto the radio signal and so it can be because you know you, you, you can't you can't just set I mean if you were to just an audio signal you couldn't just shout 15 miles it would be hell of a loud so it's, it, you've got to be sent via radio waves um, so they've got to encode that audio onto the radio wave so that it can be pulled out and decoded on the other side and there's a number of ways that you can um, do that uh, so you, you're, you're modifying some, something in sympathy with something else. That's what modulation is. So common ways you can do it via FM frequency modulation or AM amplitude modulation. And frequency modulation, as you talk, the frequency of the radio ever so slightly wavers up and down between a certain percent of frequency. And AM, uh, the amplitude of the um, radio wave varies very slightly in sympathy with your voice. Uh, that's the difference between AM and FM. Emission class. Uh, these are just classifications for the emission. I don't f- fully know all this. All that waffle means. 16K, F3E. That's a class- that classification for FM. I'm not sure. But um, you can ignore that. Or I don't understand it. <laughs> Maximum deviation. Uh, less than or equal to plus or minus 5 kilohertz. Uh, and less than or equal to plus or minus 2.5 kilohertz. I wonder if that's for the VHF and UHF part of the spectrum. I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, but anyway, uh, spurious emissions uh, less than minus 60 dBs. So that's just saying that how, how many, you know, when what, the transmitter is never completely pure and there's, there's always, how can I explain it? Um, you get very, very, very slight um, emissions on harmonics of the f- of the frequency you're transmitting on a multiple of that frequency, because uh, nothing's nothing's perfect, and you, you do get some emissions, but there there will be sixty decibels down below the below the um, main frequency that you're transmitting on. So that that's really what that's that's stating. Uh, so receiver uh, receiver sensitivity is point two of a microvolt at this is getting very complicated. At twelve decibels, um, since Sanad. So no, uh, 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 and I don't understand half of this. Intermodulation sixty dBs. Uh, audio output one hundred milliwatts. That's how how loud it is. Adjacent adjacent channel selectivity sixty five dB sixty five and sixty dBs. So that's how much attenuation um, um, frequencies outside the band you're listening to gets attenuated by. Gets reduced by. So that you know, if you get a very very strong signal, then it might it might 
end up kind of appearing on, on, on the channel you're listening to, but it's not really there, it's somewhere else, and the dealers just can't re- reject the, the unwanted signal. But I mean, that's that's pretty reasonable, 65 dBs down, that would be, be VHF and 64 UHF. So that's the general specification badly covered. I hope that may, all makes sense. Whew. Okay, that's about it for part two of the Bofeng UV5R VHF UHF handheld transceiver. If you want to contact me, I can be contacted at MrX at HPR at googlemail.com. That's MRX AT HPR the at symbol googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.